The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. This is Gene Mark with John Adaconis. And I'm, uh, we're both here to uh, have a conversation about what we normally do, John, which is uh, to talk about small businesses, some of the challenges that they might have, some advice that we might have, or even experts that we have as well uh, to help us, um, our audience, deal with all of the different challenges that we're dealing with right now uh, regarding COVID and an economic downturn and all that stuff. And our guests today are, are two people that recently started up a company called SB Pace. It's Julie Traxler and Corey Harris. Uh, Julie and Corey, thank you guys so much for joining us. SB Pace is, by the way, your website is uh, you know SB as in boy Pace P A C E dot com. Corey, I guess I'll start with you only because you were actually the first to call in while we were getting this set up. <laughs> and, um, All right. Maybe I can ask you and Julie obviously jump in as well. But tell us a little bit about what SB Pace uh, does and 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 why you started the company. Well, so just to kind of give everybody an idea, just a little bit uh, better understanding of, of what the, the name stands for. So SB Pay stands for Small Business Planning, Advising, Coaching Expertise. We get that a lot. And we probably should have thought the name through a little bit better because um, <laughs> most people are like, oh, space. We're like, uh, almost. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we, we focus uh, primarily on small businesses and just helping small businesses with startups, people who are kind of stuck in a rut, that type of stuff. We began back in March. So Julie and I both have a background in business consulting. We've spent quite a bit of our lives helping businesses with uh, growing businesses, technology improvement, project management, like all that type of stuff. And and back in March, with when the whole pandemic hit, we were both uh, found ourselves basically unemployed. And we just kind of started reaching out to all of our friends and family who own small businesses because we knew that everybody was having you know just a tough time with the pandemic and, and everything just to see what it is that we could do to help them, whether you know it was like give them advice, they just needed somebody to talk to, um, whatever it was. And that just kind of snowballed into us creating a business because we realized that there was just this market of group of people out there who were underserved and it's primarily just small businesses. And it's these people who, you know, they've put their life and, and blood and money and everything into, into building a business. And for a lot of people, they just kind of, they were just left alone kind of floating at sea. So we, we joined, you know, like Julie and I joined together and we started talking to everybody and how we could help. And then that actually kind of turned into the book that we ended up writing, which was um, just on small business disaster preparedness, because that was something, I mean, obviously nobody was prepared for this pandemic. And so that was something that we um, thought would be helpful for everybody. So that's kind of where we got to today. How do you guys know each other? Uh, we have um, worked together. We used to work together at a company probably you know four or five years ago. And we worked together for like four years, and then we were consulting together at a couple of for a couple of clients, and then we just started this business. We actually live across the street from each other now. Fair enough, John. 
Yeah. So the kind of thinking about like the the work you're in and kind of how you've you've evolved to, you know, pivot towards kind of providing some help and resources through everything we're living in right now. Like what's like an unexpected piece of advice you maybe find yourself giving to small business owners right now or something that you were kind of like, oh, wow, I never really never thought I'd be advising that or, or something that's kind of and I just feel like this is a year of we don't know what we don't know. Um, so wondering if you've had any of those kind of moments in your, you know, your product offering or kind of content strategy. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Jonathan. We have found ourselves a surprising amount over the past six or seven months advising people to ask for help. It's I, I think a very common theme that we see that small business owners frequently feel like they're supposed to know everything. And when they don't, instead of asking, they just clam up and, and sort of watch and wait to see what's going to happen. So advising um, our clients and friends and family members that own small businesses to ask for help um, because there's so many people out there that want to help and there's so much information available that that's the number one thing that we start with is asking for help. And I probably the second area is like being really intimate with their finances one of the things that we've seen repeatedly is that small business owners aren't as familiar with their finances as they probably need to be. And so just understanding them and knowing how much cash you have on hand or where your expenses are going, things like that. They don't need to be an accountant, but they just need to understand what they have available to them. Right. And that's that's super interesting because I feel like, Gene, that's a common theme that we've been hearing kind of like since COVID happened in the States and really these kind of government shutdown orders is that we're finding a lot of folks who maybe started a business out of a, a hobby or a passion or just a true love of a craft who never really had the formal business background or now kind of playing catch up to try and understand, like, how do I, how do I demonstrate my PNL? Like, how do I write a cash flow statement, especially when it comes to kind of like financial support, right? Or things like the PPP. I have a quick follow-up on kind of the notion of help. What do you think is is kind of the one area a business owner could really ask for help on right now? Is it really reaching out there to their community to kind of like help me understand like the operations side? Is it more like reaching out to their customer base to say like how I need you more now than ever? I've always tried to be a good member of your community. I need you to kind of do me a solid and support me during this. Like what kind of help do you think a business owner should be asking for? It, it's really dependent upon everybody's situation because everybody's a little bit different. I mean, one of the areas that you just need to do is you just need to figure out that like, I'm not an expert in X, whatever it is. I'm not an expert in sales or marketing or finance and reaching out to, to anybody and, and everybody. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard right now. And, and it has been hard to just show that vulnerability. Again, going back to, you know, small business owners are supposed to know everything and be the experts at everything. But to, to throw yourself out there to say, look, I'm, I'm stuck. I need help. Now, more than ever, everybody is willing to help. You know, you, you throw out that that, you know, that SOS that it, you'll be amazed at how many people will want to just genuinely help you. Of course, there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to try and sell you something. But th there are plenty of people who are just, you know, we're all we're all in this together. We all want to get to the other side and then we can start you know competing again. One area where I think it's super easy to make the ask and a lot of people overlook it. And as customers, I think a lot of people don't really think about it, but if we've learned one thing over, you know, this, this year is the importance of reviews of the likes of the helping to share information. So there's so many things that people can do to support small business owners that don't require you to put cash out of your own pocket. 
but yet help to promote that business. And so, you know, we're constantly reminding small business owners, don't forget to ask for feedback. Don't forget to ask for the testimonial. Don't forget to ask and ask people to like and share your, your social posts to help get your name out there more, to help grow your business. And it's something that I think a lot of people take for granted that they don't have to do. Like you get the, you know, email from, you know, a purchase, you've made a purchase online and they send you an email and ask you to write a review and you just kind of ignore it. Um, don't ignore those emails. That's that's a huge benefit that helps small business owners so much. And I think so many people forget to ask for it and then consumers forget to actually do it because they don't recognize the importance of it. I went to, um, I think it was my barber a couple of weeks ago. And it was the first time he actually kind of mentioned that, like, hey, you follow us on Instagram. Do you engage with our content? Like, it's really helpful for me when you do. So I think that it's nice to hear business owners be a little bit more aware of of things that they can encourage folks to do to help them kind of, you know, gain traction in sales right now. So so I think you're 100% right on that. Julie, let me um add in um just if I can jump in here now. So I mean, you guys are now advising small businesses and and you're a startup yourself, so you're advising startups too. So um share with us what you've learned so so far on your journey and how are you monetizing uh, your small business customers? Like, are you, how do you charge? How's it going so far? How are you guys making money? And, and what's it like starting up a business now in this environment? So for being the startup and having like going through a lot of this, I think, <laughs> well, the biggest lesson that that I would say we have learned this year, the thing that we have learned that has really stuck with us is that a lot of times people's intentions are really good when they're saying like, yeah, I'll do that. Or I'm going to, I'll, you know, I, Hey, I can help you with this or whatever, but people forget there's a lot of you know, people are overwhelmed or just don't recognize the importance of things. And so being really, really deliberate in your ask, when you are asking for help from anyone, this is, this has been our experience across the board is, you know, when we ask, when we call on a friend or a family member to help us with something, we have to be really specific about what it is that we need and why we need it. Because otherwise it doesn't, many times it'll just go undone. And that was a hard lesson for us to learn because I think you're expecting people in your network or in your circle that they're like, oh yeah, I'll help. And then actually doing it. And, and people aren't always so great with follow through. So being deliberate on the ask was really important for us as far as monetizing we focus on relationships first, right? So it's in our core values. Everything we do is about building relationships with people. We're not interested in selling services to clients that don't need the services because we understand, I mean, our target market is small businesses and small businesses are having a really hard time this year. So we're really intentional about building relationships, making sure that we can offer value to the clients. And then we're fairly flexible in terms of like how we package up our services. For example, we're helping a client with some exit strategy stuff right now. And we basically built out like, here's all the different things we could do for you. And then she walked back and said, well, these are, this is all I can really afford right now. And so then we restructured our packages. So we're pretty flexible in terms of how we're working with people in order to be able to monetize, but still be able to deliver value and, and help to them. 
for us, and again, it, everybody's situation is a little bit different. And so for us being a small business, uh, a new business, and it's just the two of us, it, we like to be as flexible because as small business owners ourselves and most small businesses are, you have to be flexible. And that's something that we we try to preach. And when it comes to the services we offer, the payments and all of that, like it, it's a case by case basis. I mean, we do have set rates and all of that type of stuff. And, you know, we've got some some programs and and other things, but overall, like, I mean, we, we like to work with our customers across the board from, you know, payment all the way down to what they need us to deliver. This podcast is brought to you by the Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, the Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out the Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So what, what would you recommend to small businesses, um, guys? And I guess, Corey, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this in your direction first. Um, you know, you, you've started up a business in a, uh, in a very difficult economic environment. Uh, you're focusing your business on small businesses, which are the hardest hit in this economic environment. Um, and you're, you know, you're selling you know, a great product, but it's a product that costs if people want to sign up for your services. That's got to be quite challenging. So how are you overcoming those challenges and, and what would you recommend what do you recommend to your to your clients that are starting up businesses to to get more business um, in these difficult times? Well, I mean, you hit it right there right on the head there. It is very difficult to to sell I mean, even in good times to get a small business owner to part with any dollars that you know they weren't planning on, you know, spending. And it's it definitely is difficult, but the the way that we always approach it, and with the this academy that we have coming up, with the book that we wrote, like just everything that we've been doing, it's it's all about putting the money in ahead of time, and how important that is. Because if you don't spend the money now, you're going to spend a significant amount later to fix whatever you didn't do right the first time. And that's what we really try to drive home. And and we've looked at, I mean, there's been some studies that have come out in terms of like, and granted it's for governments and cities and disaster preparedness in terms of, you know, how many dollars that they, you know, spending now will save you later when disaster hits. Uh, we've talked with uh, a lawyer who helps small businesses set up their business. And, and he was talking about if uh, this this group that he was working with, they if they'd spent the you know the five or seven hundred dollars at the beginning to get their company set up correctly, they wouldn't have had to spend like over ten thousand dollars later to fix stuff when you know things went went south. So you know seven hundred dollars might seem like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money when you're when you're starting up and you're you know you're counting every penny that's going out the door, but you have to plan for the future. Just like you plan to grow and you plan to do all these awesome things, you have to plan for the worst. And that's, you know, that's what we really try and preach and, and drive home with our clients. That's, I mean, it's a true story and we hear that every day, right? So being in insurance, we're in the, the business of risk. So it's that kind of like, how do you prepare what you have so you can protect it, you know, and then hopefully kind of overcome any unexpected challenge. So definitely some good takeaways there, you know, kind of thinking about where, where we've been this year and kind of what's to come. Like, are there specific areas you might advise a, a new business to kind of really like, I don't want to say reconsider, talk them out of an idea, but to really kind of take the time to get comfortable with or dig deeper on? Like, is it on that kind of like business acumen side? Is it kind of really taking time to understand like how to kind of save money for a rainy day in case, you know, something like this happens? Is it really more about don't think or do anything differently, but just really double down and take a leap of faith? Because, you know, if you put the energy out there, the universe will take care of you. I'm curious for people who might be considering about starting up a business, like 
if there's any kind of learnings you'd have or, or offer, you know? Well, first of all, especially now, I would definitely not recommend jumping in and taking that leap of faith, um, especially now. And even when, you know, the, the times are good. The, the first place that I would look to is like talking to your, your local banks, talking to, you know, people who, who do SBA loans to find out whether or not they're loaning to your industry. Cause right now I know that they're, they are loaning and, and, you know, for, for businesses who are lower risk, like in a lower risk industry, they are issuing those loans, but for the higher risk industries, they're not is- issuing those loans. So, you know, if the, if the, if a bank's not willing to a bank that's, federally insured is not willing to to bet on your business, then you probably should reconsider that. And then also, I mean, for a lot of businesses, the only barrier to entry is cash and maybe a certification. You know, obviously, if you're getting into uh, doctors or, um, you know, other businesses like that, we have to go like certain schools and, and schooling and all that, you know, but uh, for retail restaurants, um, you know, whatever it is, like cash is the only barrier to entry. So you need to be passionate about what you're doing because especially now it's it, it's going to be it's going to take time for you to grow to get to where you want to be and if you're not passionate about it if you're not willing to pour every you know every ounce of yourself into that business right now and you're not willing to you know live off a of ramen and whatever it is you know to to make ends meet until you can get to where you want to be then you know you should probably rethink um julie you have anything to add to that yeah i would go in a i'll go in a slightly different direction and i would say that i I think it's important to always remind small potential, you know, aspiring small business owners, the importance of understanding how they deal with stress, right? So I think a lot of people are really unaware of how they are able to manage stress or when they're becoming completely overwhelmed and under stress and it starts to come out sideways. So knowing your stress thresholds personally, so that you know when you need to reach out to someone else or when you just need to like step away and take a break because Um, As I'm sure everyone here knows, starting a small business is really, really hard. And a lot of times you think like, if I build it, they will come. And it doesn't really work like that for most people. There aren't a lot of overnight successes. It's hard work. It's a grind. And it just takes a lot of resilience and understanding how you deal with stress and having a strategy for that is so, so important so that it can get you through the really tough times because there's a lot of tough times in the beginning. That's true. And I I do think that this year is one of those years where people are noticing um, probably things they've kind of always been able to to not pay attention to before with how they deal with stress or situations that breed anxiety or, or when they don't have the coping mechanisms that they might be used to. So I think that's a really important point to call out. That's great stuff, guys. Listen, um, we've been speaking with Julie Traxler and Corey Harris, who are the co-owners of SB Pace, www.sb is in boy, P-A-C-E.com, a great small business consulting firm that helps businesses uh, that are starting up and also in operation um, with, with, with great services. Uh, you guys have a, a book that came out this year as well. What's the name of your book, uh, Julie or Corey? Uh, the book is called Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank both of you guys. I, for, I want to thank thanks. both of you guys for joining us. That was a great conversation and we really appreciate the advice. Uh, thanks everyone else for joining us for another edition of the Small Biz Odd podcast. For more, more small business trends, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead blog. We've got articles and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. You can check us out at smallbizahead.com. My name is Gene Marks and on behalf of my co-host, John Adakonis, 
I want to say thank you again for joining us. Thanks again to Julie and Corey, and we will see you next time. Take care.